0: Here are your hosts, Chase Palm And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on T.
2: Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. One day away from preseason practice beginning for Ole Miss Football. Talk a little football today. Some other stuff going on around the uh, the sports world. We're kind of in the last sort of days of doldrums um, before everything really really picks up. I saw a week zero college football schedule that is getting going this I month. We are inside the month as uh, there will be football played in August. We're Vanderbilt
3: at Hawaii is that one? Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I contemplated, does that because we always say we pick every SEC game. I'm like, God, do we have to break out Neil's picks a week early just to just do Vanderbilt for Vanderbilt. At Vanderbilt? Hawaii?
2: I mean, does Vanderbilt really count? I mean, I mean that's what
3: I was kind of thinking too.
2: I mean, we could pick Week Zero games if you just feel froggy that day, but I mean, it's not overly necessary. I suspect
3: by that point, we're going to be a little fatigued. So
2: you want adding a content item simply for Vanderbilt is
3: not feels like something that feels like a reach. Feels like something that twenty something days from now I won't I won't want to do. I see in the stream Vanderbilt's favored by seven. God, Hawaii must
2: suck. (laughs) I mean seriously, <laughs> uh, hey Vanderbilt's
3: on the rise baby they're
2: they're they're they're, they're headed in the, they're they're headed upward
3: sammy it it wasn't on the ferris wheel, it was on the uh the um gravitron, huh, something from the uh McCrady and Siskiy podcast uh, yesterday, okay.
2: A lot of podcasts up at rebelgrove.com dot com, um, or MPW Digital, whatever. I don't know. It's all whatever.
3: It's MPW Digital. Uh, we are, not, is, connected we are not connected. officially to rebelgrove.com dot com. That is correct.
2: Siski uh, and McCready McCrady and Siski Siski McCrady. What are we doing? It's McCready and Siski. You get to go first. Well, is it alphabetical order? If or? you do
3: M and S, it sounds a lot better than S and M. Oh, well, I mean Andy Staples has the Andy Staples show, the ass. <laughs> he does. So that's not as bad as S and
1: M. Okay, that's fair.
2: Light B and D, it's all good. Um, so that's up, uh, Rippy. This morning, you did a G pitch yesterday. Yeah, um, a lot of stuff. MPW Digital, check it out. You know, you're already here, so appreciate it as uh, as always. Also appreciate if you stop into the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. We're still trying to give you ten bucks. All we're doing is you download the app, the Exxon Mobile app, take a picture of the QR code right there at the pump, and it is uh, it's ready to go for you. Clean convenience store. And much more there, including the uh, the ribs I told you about. Need to take care of dinner one night, wet or dry, ready to go for you. There with the Oxford Exxon and all blue sky locations throughout Mississippi. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio.
3: We are, uh, <laughs> Rihanna, um, Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi. Stop by Amory, Mississippi. Go to uh, not Clark, Clark Ford, but go to uh, Larry Clark Chevrolet. Okay. And uh, there you can see tomorrow, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Daylight Time. You can see the Ole Miss National Championship Trophy. I would assume you'd be allowed to take photos with it and things, so. things of that nature. That's brought to you by Clark Ford and uh, Larry Clark Chevrolet. Clark Ford in Amory 662 Call that number and ask for our buddy Corey. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours um guests will join on the rafters music and food hotline rafters music and food on the square in oxford great place to grab a burger a po'boy an appetizer getting close to the uh, time of year when you can stop in watch a watch a ball game english premier league starts on saturday so maybe you can watch some premier league i'm sure chase will be riveted to it I, I will i'll be watching some premier league i'm actually kind of fired up about it um Anyway, all that stuff, NFL preseason getting started soon, so stop in Rafters, make it part of your uh, make it part of your routine, grab a, a beer, full bar, and more there at Rafters. On the square in Oxford, Rafters in New Albany, and then still, as we call it, preseason camp. There's a reason for that because it's not fall yet. It's still summer. You can go enjoy a summer weekend at Rafters on the water, frozen margaritas, uh, beer, grab a burger, while you're still out on the water cooling off because it's still hot outside, it's not fall yet. We can have football, and we can call it football camp, but it, we're not going to call it fall camp because it's not camp that's happening in the fall. What do you constitute fall? Well, it has to be September 21st or beyond, number one. And then, number two, fall is when... Very technical thing there. There's a little something in the air. you got to feel that crispness. Just a
2: At hint, least a hint of the crispness. A touch of it.
3: There's no touch of it right now.
2: August second is not a touch of it.
3: No, not this August second. That's for damn sure. If you walk outside today, no part of you goes. Ah, it's kind of fall. Yeah. yeah it's I cool. got up. I, I got up last early this morning. Watered all the plants outside. It was hot. It was fine, but it was hot. It wasn't fall. You know fall when you feel fall.
2: Yeah, Mississippi and Austin Raleigh with a ten-year uh, extension with the Atlanta Braves. He just set the uh, the Braves. Franchise record for uh, most extra base hits in a month, breaking Hank Aaron's record. He's in the MVP conversation, at least at this
3: point, for uh, for Atlanta. So the AAV on that's what, about 21, 22 million? Is that what it is? I don't Something like know. that. Is it? Yeah.
2: It, it, it looked like a team friendly deal. It also allows him to lock up for a long time, just play baseball, make some money. Well, I'm sure a good
3: deal there. I'm going to guess when you put your head on the pillow at night, and you go, you know what, I just made $220 million. I'm going to guess that you sleep well.
2: It's going to be all right,
3: isn't it? I bet you're thinking to yourself. You're not
2: frustrated about what it might could have been a little differently, are you?
3: Like, no, and he's a, he's a, like you said, he's a Mississippi kid. Uh, stay in the South. I don't know what no trade or causes or whatever in the contract, but it's a, it's a team-friendly uh, deal, but it's a ton of insurance for him and security. And I'm going to guess that you can live a pretty nice lifestyle on 20-some-odd million a year. I think I could do it.
2: Could do that in Atlanta. Find places that would would suit your fancy.
3: Yes. See, regular size Ben says Neil did Oxford High School start their fall semester. They did, but that is a semester that will carry over into the fall. <laughs> Preseason camp <laughs> we'll will not carry. Will over end the- in the month of August. No part of August. That's a good t- is th- in th- the th- fall. That's that's a. I'm right on this. Listen, I'm wrong on a lot of stuff. If that's you, a va- that's a valid one. Okay. And people can take me to, to... The NFL calls it training camp. Fair enough. Only the college people try to call this fall camp. Nothing about fall.
2: It's one of those we've always done it this way, so we're still doing it this way, right?
3: Yeah, but I think you look at it and go, this is wrong, and you fix it.
2: Yeah, Riley's deal starts in 23, runs through 32. Um... And includes a $20 million club option for 33, if you so care. Okay. Um, he's donating $2.12 million of that to some foundation. Um, let's see. Yeah, this is what was said there, and it's what is important. With the extension, the Braves Young Corps of Riley, Acuna, and Ozzy Albies are all now signed through at least 2025. Albies contract runs through 2025 with options in 26 and 27. Acuna, um, 26 with options in 27 and 28, and all three are at least 25 or younger. So.
3: Yeah, they're poised to have a really nice run. They have Olson signed on an eight-year deal. Um, I think it's one of the reasons the Nationals are so seriously considering moving Juan Soto today. Is it? You're kind of like, man. Well, I mean, you know, the Mets are for real. Yeah. Um, the Braves are for real. The Phillies. Are going to try, at least. They have some pieces to be real. Yeah. You don't. So,
2: Riley currently uh in from an odd standpoint in second place for the NL MVP but he is far behind Paul Goldschmidt of the St. Louis Cardinals. Um yeah. Goldschmidt is a uh, is at minus 140 meaning if you bet 100 um you got to bet 140 to win 100. Uh Riley at second second place is at plus 500. You can bet 100 to win 500 on uh, on
3: one Austin Riley right now. I'm braced for a really horrific day of baseball <laughs> today. Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, there's a lot of Cardinals Soto talk that that would not that be a, yeah, feels that. feels real. The interesting thing with the Cardinals would be could you sign him to a long-term deal because I don't I don't know that they could put the money together to make that happen. And then of course, the Cubs are going to trade Wilson Contreras today, probably trade Ian Happ today. You know, just kind of a crappy day. 2 years in a row.
2: ESPN says the top ten players that are likely to be traded today, Juan Soto at number one. For uh, for him, as you just said, they had uh, Padres, Dodgers, Cardinals as the favorites, but the Rangers are the sleeper in that, apparently. Really? That's what somebody said. Sign, Sign me Jim up. Uh, Contreras, number two, obviously. Um, Padres, Mets. Uh, Rays, Astros, Guardians, Mets, Cardinals. Well, if they trade into the Cardinals, they better get an absolute <laughs> haul. Josh Bell, first baseman of the Nationals, number three. David Robertson, reliever from the Cubs, number four. Yeah, he's gone. Ian Happ, number five. Syndergaard the Angels, number six. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Eovaldi from the Red Sox, seven. J.D. Martinez, Red Sox, eight. Um, Let's see. Tyler Mall from the Reds nine and Carlos Rodon
3: ten from the Giants. Those are the ten. So, I anticipate hearing Rodon's name a lot in November and December. Do you? yeah in Chicago? Yes, really. Yes. The one thing that that I am emboldened by is from talking to people who know, or who believe they know, or who seem to know. Uh, I think the Cubs are going to spend this offseason. I think they know they have no choice. So they're going to reverse it and go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and frankly, the decisions that they made last year at the deadline all look pretty good right now. The, <clears throat> the Bryant trade, for example, was a good trade. I mean, he's breaking down in Colorado.
2: Yeah, because so you did not really heard about him. I mean, that, that appears like it absolutely was the right move.
3: Yeah, the, the feeling there was he was not going to age well. Um, I was always for trading Baez, as much as I love Javi Baez. Um, and he'll go down as one of my all-time favorite players ever. Um, and then the Rizzo thing, I, I kind of wish they would have kept him, and he's had a good year in New York, but I understood it.
2: So... And I don't want to get crazy off an MLB minutiae here, but was this a good deal for everybody with the Padres and Brewers just switching closers
3: yesterday? Yeah, because Milwaukee has a closer ready to go in Devin Williams. Okay. Um, you know, so they could move Hater, who was expensive and was going to get more expensive. Uh the Padres needed a closer, probably didn't want to pay the there was there was some talk about. Contreras, Hap, and Robertson all going to San Diego in a package that obviously the Cubs would have been able to go, okay, so we want this prospect and this prospect and this prospect, and we want them all. And they were included some guys, um, an outfielder named Harrell, I think it, that, that uh, San Diego doesn't want to move. So that probably allowed them to lower the price on a Contreras deal if they end up doing that. Yeah, it makes sense for everybody. It's a good trade between two good teams. Like I said, they're both in it. I mean, there's no. That's whatever.
2: Oh uh, no, they're they're both. It's- Astros busy yesterday picking up Trey Mancini from the Orioles and Christian Vasquez from the Red Sox. Um, on the course of the day,
3: the American League feels like a Yankees Astros series is inevitable. It does.
2: I mean, it really, really does. Um. Vasquez was in the Red Sox lineup Monday at Houston before being scratched just minutes before the game. Now today he'll just go across the dugout and play. Yeah, he did game.
3: a he did an interview on the field after getting traded yesterday. So he was technically a Houston Astro and he was decked out in his Red Sox garb. It it, it had to feel weird. It's 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 the
2: strangest because of the way that works with when the deadlines are, it is in and, in baseball plays every day. It's the strangest sports thing there is, actually. Yeah, it is. It it, ha, it sets up to at least potentially be the strangest professional sports item.
3: It sort of happened to Andrew Benatendi a week ago when yeah. he got traded from uh, the Royals to the Yankees, and his first game was at Yankee Stadium against the Royals. Had to be a weird feeling. Hey, I was just wearing your your uniform. Forty-eight hours now ago. Now I'm pitching
2: against that dude who I sat on the plane next to. Yeah. I'm, now
3: I'm. Yeah. By the way, um, remember Brady Singer at, at Florida? Yeah. He's a dude. Oh, really? Yes, sir. I watched a lot of that Yankees Royals game. Um, the Yankees ended up winning, but Singer was fantastic. He's got he's got electric stuff.
2: Orioles being pretty disciplined, they. Send Mancini. They know it's not now. Stop.
3: Yeah, he's going to be a free agent at the yeah, end of the year. You weren't going to hold. Yeah, Mancini's name's going to pop up a good bit in some bigger markets. They, they, the Orioles are getting closer, but they're not ready. It's not time, but they're doing a pretty good job organizationally of building.
2: Baltimore and the the the, the draft deadline um, also coming. I mean, I don't know Ole Miss has been done there, but they uh, they lose a third round pick. They do not get him signed, but they do get a comp pick back. He is a pitcher from Oklahoma State, so I wonder if Watts Brown went one day too fast there on his decision because he was assuming that uh, the Oklahoma State McLean would. Uh, oh yeah, would he's signed with he's, the he's Orioles. He's a good arm. Yeah. yeah. So now he is back in Stillwater for 2023. Oh. <laughs> he hasn't signed nothing yet. Like, whoa, hold on. Like, yeah, he's, he's on check the check, fo-
3: head and cash. He's on the phone right now.
2: Hey, Kansas State, what do you got over there? We good? All right. Some
3: money. Yeah, because now if he picks up the phone and were to call one of the SEC teams, they're like eh. I mean, okay, but
2: eh. You have to have to have to earn some some back right there. That, yeah. you know, that,
3: he kind of showed us a little something that we didn't necessarily like. Yeah. So And yeah. those are not those are not two programs that are going to be like super flexible in the way they approach things, Ole Miss and Arkansas.
2: Not gonna get down and grobble.
3: Uh, well, I mean, they just kind of have a way that they do things. Two coaches that have been there for decades—they—they're gonna sort of set in their ways a little bit. I don't know that you're gonna change everything for one one transfer portal pitcher.
2: Hey, you know, I'm stalling more than anything else to go to break in a second. We, you and I were just kind of on the phone yesterday chatting, and we always talk about Van Horn and how much longer he is at Arkansas and stuff. But what makes us think he's not coaching another ten years? I mean, like, we always, we do this and keep going, what about this guy and this guy and this
3: guy? But who says Dave's leaving? It's a fan base that's kind of frustrated with him, from what I can tell. But he's getting results. I mean, he's finished second and third in the last four years. Yeah. And that's not winning it. Been to Omaha seven times or whatever it They is. go to Omaha on a pretty regular basis. They They are... Like Ole Miss, always competitive. I mean, I guess they've had a dog year somewhere in the. They last. had one dog year a few years ago, yep. but you know, for the most part, they don't like. If you were, if I said, hey, put it put together a list of fifteen teams that you think will be in Omaha next year, they're on it. Pretty much every year. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, so I won't. He's sixty-one. Yeah. I, got time, I won't steal the thunder from the brainstorm you had yesterday, but
2: But he's gotta leave.
3: But there's there's it's it could get interesting that like if the scholarship thing happens I
2: mean look, yeah, I mean I can say it. I mean it wasn't like I had any sources. I was just running my mouth to Neil yesterday and I said, you know, they both have some weird stuff going on. You've got Van Horn who yeah, his his fan base is kind of being stupid, and they like him. They just want him to win a title. It's a weird spot to be, for the most part. What if we just picked up Tim Corbin instead? Tim Corbin wants out of Vanderbilt. Yeah. Look, I mean that thing's. And now look, they're not going to suck, but they're no longer going to be the permanent
3: voice in college baseball. And. He would go to a place that was a top five program immediately. If if the scholarships are all full. Ole Miss, Arkansas. I mean,
2: Corbin was clowning around this offseason.
3: Yeah, we've talked about this. He was pissed. I mean, Ole Miss, LSU, Arkansas, Texas. A&M. Texas A&M. Top and, five. and whatever you want to do on state. Yeah. If you want to include state, I'm not as convinced as others, but okay. Top, Those are the top five programs in the country. Pick your order by whatever makes you happy. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, Vanderbilt would not be. I don't think Vanderbilt is right now. They're
2: struggling with NIL. They're losing guys in a bunch of different ways. They're kind of, they're, it's the perfect storm that's hitting Vanderbilt right now. They're going to be good. I'm not saying they're falling off and becoming no, of Alabama. Course. But they've lost guys to the draft that were coin flips. They've been unable to procure talent the way LSU and some teams have because of NIL and the lack thereof. They mm-hmm. just don't have a fan base that's going to support that. And with this scholarship thing looming in the next 12, 18 months, whatever it looks like. Well, suddenly, you went from this team and this program with all these resources that were better than everybody else, and you're just another dude at this point. Yeah, with a small stadium and a cool town, and, and the facilities are fine. They've done a good job on player amenities. Yeah,
3: but so have a lot of other teams. Yeah, in that, the that's
2: not that's not foreign. Yeah,
3: so. I mean, Ole Miss has some player amenities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LSU's got player amenities. Arkansas's got player amenities. Yeah. Better than Vanderbilt's, frankly.
2: Everybody got a neat weight room. we are going to be all right. Well, you'll we'll, we'll have it. So, anyway, just,
3: just a thought. I, I mean, know. the rumblings on Corbin that are out there, whether they're true or not, I don't know, are that he's interested in doing the major league thing. And I just don't. Yep. And come back.
2: Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Primeshrimp. com. Five different flavors for you. Straight from freezer to plate in less than ten minutes. Especially with school starting back um, this week, you can take get one easy. You can uh, just throw it in some boiling water, flip it a couple times, and it is ready to go. with Restaurant quality shrimp straight for you. You've got the uh, the signature blend, which is my favorite, little spicy options. You've got the straight up meals in a bag with the French quarter Alfredo and the garlic herb butter, and the simply shrimp. It's great for kids, discerning palates. You just uh, doctor it up yourself and have it ready to go. And also they're now selling their uh, frozen, individually frozen shrimp, just like you would get at the grocery store, except a higher quality from the New Orleans-based company. So again, code MPW for first-time buyers, $20 off with that. Again, that's primeshrimp.com.
3: Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot to be offered. You also can host... Uh, events parties out there get in touch with them uh, about that get in touch with Bowers Cone with uh, Susan Walt and the people at uh, Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm Uh, we are also brought to you by Corinth Dental don't just accept what you see but imagine something new Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dentals helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Brought to you by The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, or TheRogue.com. It's your destination for fine men's clothing, their stylist, hand-select pieces from top designers, from work to lifestyle to nightlife. It's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue, again, 4450 I-55 North, or therogue.com. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. Yesterday, I was telling you about if you're looking for a job, or what if your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent. Service Specialists can help you as well. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so uh, give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website at servicespecialist.com. servicespecialistltd.com, I should say. And I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow. <clears throat> I'm trying to get that where it's going to be early tomorrow because we've got a Really busy day at rebelgrove.com. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Podcasts is
2: brought to so you by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you're getting local, local underwriting and understands your market. Leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. I, I, look, I don't know. I mean, that's the thought is from a lot of people is just how good is Corbin because he's won a couple titles. He's by far had the best roster every year. I would kind of like to see him somewhere else to see what that program would look like at a different place with, with Corbin running it. I mean – He's got a great reputation. He's the combination of a, he, he's one of the few cases that you can say he's underrated and overrated. He's at a school that only cares about his sport because of him.
3: Yeah,
2: has great resources in a lot of ways, but kind of nothingness in some other ways. Um, he's been able to cultivate such a good professional player relationship at Vanderbilt and become kind of that gold standard for protecting arms, pushing people to the next level, getting them back on campus and letting that be the identity. It's its the closest baseball has to kind of the built by Bama it, it thing from a football standpoint. It's got a pretty good yeah. coaching
3: wing, a lot of yeah. major league um, – Influence from his former coaching staff. A lot yeah. of his guys have gone on to become very good pitching coaches and things of that nature in the bigs.
2: Yeah. I mean, one of his former coaches was a cross-jugger for the Yankees
3: and was the head of scouting for the Marlins. I mean, there's a lot of stuff there. I mean, it's, it's – uh, it's, Johnson went to the Cubs organization. Yeah. I think he's now the Brewers pitching coach. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's stuff.
2: He's got Brown's been with him forever. He just coached with Mike at Team USA. It's, he's good. I'd like to see it. Yeah. I'd just be curious to see what that would look like somewhere uh, somewhere else. What we just did was about the most you can get out of the MLB trade deadline, where I almost feel like I'm having to apologize for talking about it, versus it had been the NFL trade deadline. We've just spent three shows on it this week. Sure. And been doing this and this. And instead, I'm like, hey, there's baseball, I know, but kind of going to talk for a minute. Mm, eh.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's – Not even the biggest story today. No, not at all. I mean, it's behind like training camp stuff. The NFL doesn't play for more than a month. They'll get a Hall of Fame game this week. Yeah, but they don't play a real game for a month.
2: The Hall of Fame game will get higher ratings than any Major League Baseball game this week. Yes.
3: When's the Hall of Fame game? Is it Saturday? Thursday or Friday or something? I
2: don't know. don't know. don't know. Do we have anything Thursday night? I don't know. Um... I don't know the situation behind this, but I did see this morning uh, that UCLA is receiving sixty-seven and a half million dollars from Under Armour as part of a settlement to resolve the school's lawsuit against the apparel company for uh, terminating a record apparel sponsorship deal, according to a document obtained by ESPN. I'm reading from uh, them; they agreed to the settlement back in uh, in May. Which yeah, Under Armour is paying sixty-seven million four hundred ninety-one thousand two hundred seventy-five dollars. It absolves both parties of any liability because Under Armour informed UCLA it intended to terminate a 15-year, $280 million deal to be the sponsor, citing, quote, marketing benefits that UCLA had not provided for an extended time period. Um, Under Armour tried to attempt to invoke the uh, the clause where they didn't have to pay anything, and then... Uh, it went downhill from there. But really, it works out great for UCLA because they pick up $67 million and can just go wear whatever the hell they want from somebody else. They, so, need, I they mean, need it. <laughs> they got stuff going on. I mean,
3: it's <laughs> a good they, check for World right? They admit now. they were hurting a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, we do get a game Thursday night while we do the live show. We get uh, Jacksonville and Las Vegas seven o'clock on NBC from Tom Benson hall of fame stadium in Canton. Is that the same Tom Benson or is that a different Tom Benson? I guess it's the same,
2: but I was not aware of that being named after after after, after him. I haven't read it, read it, but ESPN has a story up today that could be interesting. Um, Probably interesting. It says the 11 biggest power brokers and advocates shaping the future of college football. And it's, a list of 11 people, and then it's kind of short interviews with each of them. Um, so an interesting... Uh, Who are the 11? The 11 are, and I have to scroll, so this could take a second. Uh, Realignment in future of super conferences, colon, Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner. He yeah. leads off the list. Yeah. I don't think you have any issue with, uh, with his inclusion on that list. From the governance and regulation side, U.S. Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut. So they have there. Basically, in case it goes congressional, he is the leader in that uh, okay. in that situation. Uh, name, image, and likeness. Jim Cavalier, founder of INFLCR, a platform by colleges to track and send content to athletes. In 2017, since then, the business has exploded to serve more than 170 teams and 100,000 athletes, helping them build and manage their brands. So he is talking about NIL at this point. Okay. He is who they chose for, uh, for that. <clears throat> um, player unionization, Ramaji Huma, executive director of the national college players association. Basically, if it's ever got anywhere near unions or anything along those lines, he's the guy. Um, he and I actually have a mutual friend. I've been trying to get him on the podcast for over a year. Really? Um, yes. I've, have, have tried really hard there. Guys reached out, like done a lot and just can't quite get that. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, He is involved in case it goes to any level of uh, of that. Um, I don't know why this guy's here. I guess because maybe I don't know. Uh, Tyson Helton, the Western Kentucky head coach. You could have given me seven million names, and I wouldn't have come up with that. I don't know. Says uh, Helton surprisingly doesn't see the portal as nightmares for the group of five after the 2021 season in which Western Kentucky went nine and five, seven and two in Conference USA and earned a Boca Raton Bowl win at Rap State. He lost key players to Penn State, Ole Miss, Minnesota, Texas Tech, and Auburn. But Helton has already seen the instant impact that a warm embrace of the portal can have on his program. So essentially it's talking about how a group of five team can survive the portal the other direction is what that is involved in. Well,
3: then in some ways you use that in recruiting. At some point you have to embrace it. Hey, look, if you come here and excel, look where we've sent players. I mean, it's sort of the data supermodel knowing she's going to break up with you theory. But mm-hmm.
2: Kiffin would be the name, but they've talked to him so much. But they use from a recruiting of, on from a brand standpoint, they're actually using Deion Sanders here for this uh, this list. As in, you have to. I don't really buy that, but that is what they are trying. That's to do. It's a real yeah. reach. I mean, he's at an FCS school.
3: I mean, does Deion really have a brand? I mean, is come on. Well, no. I mean, I could probably name 20 college coaches that have more of a brand than Dion.
2: Yeah, I think what they're trying to do is he is trying to pick up kids from every different avenue. Like, you're, you're going wide on how you're approaching it. But like I said, Go. Lane's actually the much better example. They just talk to Lane all the time um, yeah. at this point. So I think it was among plenty of other things. Um, Mike Taylor, co-founder of Age, I don't know, whatever. Um, some dude who worked for the American Football Coaches Association and he has a thing that is uh, streamlining the evaluation of prospects, not for traits and behaviors that can be seen, but ones that can't. But Anyway, whatever. I don't care. That's relevant. Um, Mike Loxley, Maryland head coach, is on here. Something about diversity and inclusion. Um, mental health person is on here. Never heard of the person, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, anyway, this is not as interesting as I thought it was, so we'll move on. Don't really care. Uh let's see. It's on the ISBN if you care. Uh Sankey's interview is there. I've not read through it, so it might be worth at least a uh a look from that standpoint, if you uh if you so wish. You mentioned it. Busy day tomorrow. Got uh media day tomorrow afternoon. To get two or three kids you actually could truth them a little bit, who you want to talk
3: to? Ooh. Truth serum.
2: Or just talk to him in general, assuming they tell the truth. I mean, we don't have to drug anybody.
3: That's true. <laughs> I mean, we can start slow. I, I mean, Luke Altmaier. I'd like to talk to Luke. Uh, I'd like to talk to Jonathan Mingo. Know just how healthy he, he is. Um, who'd be the other one? Oh, I mean, I'd love to talk to Aishim Young. Have a real conversation. That's where the truth serum might need to go Yeah, that, that, that's where we might need to inject. The, yeah. Was it sodium pentothal? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, might be my guys.
2: I am very, I mean, all jokes aside, I am really interested in Aishim Young from the standpoint of, like I said yesterday, he was the portal guy with the most resume to date at a power conference. Where you went. No, know, we kind of know exactly what you're getting with him moving over. And having that injury and losing weight and being out for that period of time, what is his impact? What's his recovery? What does that look like? I mean, I have I have no idea.
3: Yeah, I, I talked to someone who had talked to Matt Campbell um about Aishim Young I and mean, he was like it spoke highly of him, but at the same time they weren't like particularly worked up about him leaving. They felt like they had replaced with better. So I'm curious to see. It's the thing that I'm really interested in with Ole Miss's defense. Like one of the there's there's a there's a handful of storylines that I don't know that we've really talked enough about. It's a new coordinator. I know he was the co-coordinator, but I don't think he was the coordinator. Does that make sense? Okay. Sure. I think Durkin was the coordinator. So what does Chris Partridge's defense look like? We saw spring stuff, but That doesn't count. I was listening to Rippy's show with Welton Rotenberg and I agree completely. The spring, it doesn't feel, there's no sense of urgency in the spring. There's there's no, it just doesn't feel like real football in large part because it's kind of not. This will be real. Like, what does it look like? And then they have a lot of new pieces that they're excited about. But how many of those guys are are, are ready to emerge? One of the thoughts that Weldon had that I agree with completely is that one of the things that made last year's team special is that there were great players on both sides of the ball. Does this team have great players? I mean, I think there's a couple of of, of opportunities here. I think Zach Evans can be a great player. Sure. Uh, I think there are a handful of guys in the secondary that can be great players. But the difference between having some great players and just a bunch of good players can be a couple of games. It was for Ole Miss last year. I mean, the difference between eight and four and ten and two last year was great players. And so I want to see what some of these guys who are transferring in, I I mean, Kiffin's brought up the chemistry thing, actually the culture thing, not chemistry but culture, specifically a number of times. It's on his mind. I want to see what that looks like. And then I just kind of want to see how impactful some guys can be who are coming in, being asked to play big roles at a new school. Do you think
2: that's more likely that somebody's great from the portal or if you get to a great, it's homegrown guys who just take that extra step? An A.J. Finley type, a Tashim Johnson type. That'd be my bet. Guys along those lines that go, no, like they're real. Yeah, that's my bet.
3: It'd be one of those guys. Cedric Johnson takes the yeah, leap, right. becomes becomes an elite player. Um, Jeremy I, excels at left tackle, that kind of thing, yeah. where they take the big steps. You know, um, Isaiah Iton takes a leap. And there were some signs last year that he was ready to do it. I think that's more likely, frankly, than JJ Pagese becoming an elite player a year after being a good player at Auburn.
2: Yeah, that just day one. Yeah. Here's that step, here's that jump. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're, you know,
3: we're going. We're talking about Jared Ivey, who's a good player at Georgia Tech. But he wasn't great. He was good. Does he step in and become a great player at Ole Miss? I mean, I guess it's conceivable. Um, you know, is it likely? And I think Michael Trigg has a chance to be a great player. And is he ready to be a great player this season? I don't know. Down the road, certainly the the ability is there.
2: I love I love Bentley. I do. I think he's a change of pace guy that really adds an element they don't have.
3: Yeah, I. That's one of the storylines on offense. Is is um, you've got. You're obviously taking a step back at quarterback, and they're taking a step back at quarterback. No matter what. They are. They're just taking a step back. Luke
2: or Jackson can be really good, and you're still taking a step
3: back. The odds of Luke or Jackson being as good this season as Matt Corral was last season are infinitesimally small. Yeah. So you're taking a step back at quarterback. You don't really know what you are at receiver. I think you're okay if Mingo's healthy and Robinson steps in. and Yeah, you're okay. But if – Mingo, who was in a boot in the spring, has any kind of a setback, suddenly you've got question marks at receiver. Mm -hmm. You're pretty good up front, and you've got this stable of backs. I'm interested to see, does this become not a ground and pound team, but does this become a team that, hey, they really try to win running the football? And
2: ways, like we didn't see last year, ways to get running backs the ball in a variety of different ways really move them around kind of like they flirted with but never went to last year yeah where you do some of those things and move them out and split them and do all kinds of, of formation candy if you will yeah to, to to use that part of the element of the field I mean I don't I don't know
3: you know and that's another storyline is that it, it's a different offensive coordinator you know Jeff levy's not there it's Charlie rice you know and what does that look like does Lane take a more proactive role in in the offensive game plan each week does Lane take a more proactive role in in, in uh, play calling? What does that look like? I, I think there are a lot of questions. And a lot of questions doesn't necessarily mean the end of the world. I mean, people hear that and think that's all negative. No, at least you're going to get some positive answers to some of those questions. That's part of camp. And the way that the schedule sets up, I think, gives them an opportunity to answer some questions. Like, I would have a different view on this season if the back end of the season – we're on the front end. of oh, the oh god! I'd yeah. be like, "Whoa, man! This there's a recipe for disaster here." I think they're okay from a recipe standpoint. They've got a full extra month. You know, I mean, unless you buy the Georgia Tech's a real threat, and I don't, they're not, they suck. I don't. So they've got, you know, Troy. I think John's going to do a really good job at Troy, but, but they're not. not they're one. not beating SEC teams day one. You got Troy. You have got Central Arkansas. Also. Um, you know, Georgia Tech and Tulsa. So you've got some time to answer some things, to work some kinks out, to sort some things out before what I think is a really good football team rolls into Oxford on October the 1st. And I can't believe the number of people that have pushed back against Kentucky on me
2: you know exactly what you're getting from Kentucky, which is the, the ceiling, in a way, for Kentucky. You know they're going to show up. they got good quarterback play. They're going to play defense. They're going to be sound. They're going to be all those
3: cliches we talk about. Well, they have a real identity.
2: You I can mean, beat them, but yeah, you have sure. to beat them.
3: Yeah. No, they typically don't play great on the road yeah. against SEC West teams. They don't. So we'll see.
2: And they don't have talent all over the field, I mean. No. They've done a pretty good job on the portal. They've done some stuff. But they're
3: not crappy anywhere no, they're fine. anymore. They're I mean, good. Rodriguez is a really good back. Yeah, they're good. People talk about Levis being a top ten pick at quarterback. They're really good up front. Uh, defensively, they're, they're, they're pretty damn good against the run. They're, they're pretty solid in the secondary. It's, it, October the 1st is going to be a test. not saying Ole Miss can't pass that test and win the game, but there's going to be a difference between playing Tulsa and playing Kentucky.
2: Yeah, and I'll sell. Either quarterback being twenty twenty corral. I just don't. That, that's not. I'm not there. Um,
3: yeah, I'll sell that too.
2: I mean, I know he had the two really bad games, but he was damn good a lot of times too. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna sell that. That was
3: really good against Florida that season. Matt was Matt was really good in a bunch of games that year. Mm-hmm.
2: He still carried them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was five and five, but it was five and five with a win over Indiana who was pretty good that year and four SEC wins. It wasn't like they were playing the children of the poor. We we in some ways we almost undervalue what that season was given the fact that it was Lane coming in and and you're playing all league games. I mean, look around some look around some other conferences that did that. You see some 2 and 8s. They didn't do that. They got to 5 and 5.
3: Yeah, and you know, they I know Matt had a bad half against LSU. He also had a great half against LSU. The second half of that he game, was, he, he was almost, really he was, good without Elijah. He almost willed it. He didn't have Elijah out there. He didn't have Yeboah out there, and he oh, still, right. yeah. Yeah. So
2: Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's N-E-S-P-A-R-C. 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security. And more. So, again, call the office. Get the best internet in Lafayette County. That's
3: 662-238-3159. Brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio, and more. 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse in Oxford. Uh, you'd be interested in this chase. I was uh-huh. talking to uh John Edwards. He just got back from a trip to England. And all of this doesn't mean anything to me because I'm I'm not a golfer. Uh-huh. Took a uh took a small group to England, to Scotland to play golf. They went to St Andrews. They watched the uh, Open Championship, okay? Played four courses, okay? Three in the uh Open rotation. Maybe you can help me here. The Royal Liverpool. That's correct. The Royal Bickdale? Bigdale? Birkdale. Birkdale. Yep. The Royal Troon. Yep. They also played at Elsa at Turnberry. Okay. Okay. You're good. Uh, Then they went to uh, Paris for a few days, visited uh, the beaches at Normandy, and uh, toured some champagne vineyards. Oh. Yeah. So if you're interested in trips like that, that's the kind of thing that John can set up. He can do that. If you tried to do that on your own, you'd run a real risk of screwing it up. It would be a logistical nightmare. So get in touch with John nine zero one four nine four thirty three eighty seven J Edwards at RegencyTravel Let him create a uh, vacation for you that will make a uh, lifetime of unique memories. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle, which is home to the uh, Pinnacle. 401k advisory services team get in touch with them and they'll conduct a complimentary no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan it's mypinwealth.com m-y-p-i-n-n wealth.com it's almost time to uh, get all your gear ready for the football season I know a lot of people went to the college corner to get their national championship gear which is great I'm sure there's some of that still available there. at CollegeCornerStore.com to get your football gear as well. As well, two locations in Jackson, one in Ridgeland, one in Flowood. Also, CollegeCornerStore.com. Our friends from uh, trying to eliminate something here. There we go. Oh, on the stream. Yes, we um, had a little a little
2: botash. Oh,
3: yeah. Okay. You know, was,
2: that one was quite aggressive
3: was. They were, they were serious. Okay. It starts to a head spring fever. But anyway, we'll have a Thursday night show. We'll watch Jags and Raiders and talk to you guys. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer at 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. And we'll watch by Lamons Fine Jewelry, Laman's 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area uh, for the past three quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, pearls, fashion jewelry. Whatever, they're the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at landmansfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777.
2: Podcasts are brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery. It's johnsonhillcreamery.com is the website, the, Facebook, the uh, Instagram page, sorry, Johnson Hill Creamery. And they got their tailgate packages up and running. we will be back in the Grove, back at Vaught-Hemingway before you notice. We're talking plenty of football. Three different big packages. One feeds 10, 20, one feeds 40, depending on what you uh, need. They will also uh, artfully arrange those catering trays with um, disposable bamboo utensils to make it easy for you. You've got plenty of different options, a lot of uh, sandwich trays, a lot of charcuterie, the cheesecake dip, which is fantastic, that come in the fruit, cheese trays, and more. Remember, they make all their cheeses locally and in-house every single day here in Oxford, just off Molly Bar,
0: 662-419-9201. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate
3: You got the things you're looking for. No, I mean, got some. Yeah, we'll, go ahead. Well, we get some access. Oh,
2: sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we
3: get we get access at nine o'clock. Get to go watch. I always enjoy the first few days of camp because some people can't help themselves and they come out with a gazillion observations of practices that don't include pads. Because you have to do acclimation. You have to do two practices in shorts and jerseys, no pads then you do two practices with shoulder pads that are essentially full pad practices but you can't go full pads until your fifth practice is
2: that many okay. Yeah. yeah yeah, yeah
3: four acclimation practices
2: um look well, no you're you're not going to you're going to call a roll you're going to see Hard, hard time up because like, you're going to do the thing goes. God, look how good that guy looks. Well, yeah, he was in an off-season SEC program and he's an SEC athlete. They all look good. And I'm not trying to like, not minimizing it. We're going to have coverage. You're going to have observations to whatever extent that is. But in shorts, I literally can't tell you anything that's going to jump out where you go, wow, let me tell you how this is going to have a legitimate impact on the season beyond roll call or injuries. Ulysses Bentley is going to look really good running around. And, yes. I mean, where you go, he would be hell on a flag football field right now. Zach Evans is a damn good-looking specimen at
3: running back. Yeah, and I'm not going to do – all jokes aside, I'm not going to do the depth chart day one thing. I, I'm, I'll am i start watching who's running with the ones and twos after the first scrimmage. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? After they scrimmage the first time.
2: And even then, it's really overall snap count more than even just ones and twos, like – how are, you know what what packages are they in together? What does this look like? How are, how are they working in the eight or nine defensive backs they would like to play to some to some degree at this point because they're going to play five or six or whatever. Um, who's getting linebacker reps together? What does that look like? Are they mostly only moving Tennyson up into the box because he's a hell of a run product stopper, but he struggles at least to this point in in pass pro or pass protection. I mean pass coverage. I mean it's 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 a lot of stuff like that that I do think you can glean to some extent over the course of the uh of the camp, but that's not why they're in shorts running through drills and stretches and getting just acclimated to even being out there in the heat and all those kind of things over
3: the course of the first week. Yeah. And you'll typically see some of the young guys struggling with the pace. But that's less of a storyline than it used to be in the old days because now a lot of them come and they go through spring and they go through the entire off-season program. So they're pretty acclimated.
2: And then sometimes it's on purpose. Hey, let's throw everything and then we'll back off and actually get in. But hey, let's you test them. You try to see what they can handle physically, mentally, schedule-wise. There's a routine to this that is going to be whatever. And at least, they're going in the, at least they're going in the morning. I mean, there's some... Places that still do the 3 o'clock.
3: And oh, lots are you, of places. What are you doing? Yeah. No, the,
2: the – Lane is very good on getting them in, working, and then getting them out and trying to not kill them from a freshness standpoint.
3: Now, he's not in – they go hard in August. Yeah. And then once the season rolls around, they back off a lot. Mm-hmm. Like they're one of – that's one of their calling cards is that they're fresh because their their last real practice is Wednesday morning.
2: Oh, That's true. Only two days, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, they and they're not long.
3: No, we, that,
2: we've covered coaches who will be have them out there two forty five, three hours.
3: Yeah, no, it's quick.
2: Hour and a half, hour forty
3: too. Yeah, late in the season, it's like really short. <laughs> like we're only doing this because we kind of feel like we have to.
2: <laughs> we need to have practice. This yeah. Week. <laughs> well, because so much is done in the in the film rooms and in the the meeting rooms. I mean, at that point of the year, it's 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 mental. It's yeah. It's pre- preparation. It's not you know, you gotta see looks, but it's not, hey, let's go to Oklahoma and test our manhood today
3: in week eight. The one thing I'm gonna try not to do is go watch a bunch of quarterback drills and base decisions, like what I think off that. I wanna see I wanna see what guys look like in team, who moves the football, who do they play with, who do they go against. And my anticipations the first two, three weeks of this is going to be really scripted to give both guys a lot of opportunities.
2: Because why wouldn't you?
3: I mean, you got time. Sure. You got a month. Yeah. I don't, I mean, you got more than that. I want both guys to feel like they're in it. And
2: you mean that from what
3: standpoint? Every standpoint. Okay. Whoever's not the starter day one, I want him still very engaged in the program.
2: Sure. I guess we technically could, we'll be able to pick something up from kickers early, and I mean again that does matter.
3: Yeah. Costa will be out there, but he's suspended. Is that correct? That's my interpretation. Okay.
2: I mean he is suspended. I know that for sure. Yeah. I don't know what his out there availability or what his practice situation looks like because he's yes he is suspended until the week before the Egg Bowl. It was three hundred and sixty five days. It was yeah. one calendar year from that yeah. from that point
3: from the first day. Yeah. Yeah. That is That is correct.
2: Um, but I mean we've seen that situation where you've got kickers out there in, in camp that do pretty well and you go, All right, it's fine. You got kickers who can't hit anything, You go, Oh no, that's not good because they're not just gonna get better all of a sudden in the no. next three weeks. I mean it's 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 a little bit like a if you're coaching a tennis player or a golf player. What they are is kinda what they are. You're not gonna suddenly go, Wow, that dude
3: yeah. he fixed it. You can tweak some things.
2: But nah, it's not getting it's not getting fixed. I mean, we've we've covered some really good kickers and we've covered some
3: horrid kickers but the first practice that i'll be like really interested to watch will be the first scrimmage i'll i'll, I'll be pretty dialed in for that one i mean i'll go out there I'll, I'll make some observations on what i see and stuff like that but everybody looking good and running around good is not i don't think that's i don't think that's all that newsworthy because the odds are overwhelming that at the other places in the sec that you're going to play against their guys are running around looking pretty good too You know what I mean? I mean, I'm going to guess Will Levis. There's no way to quantify that. Will Levis looks pretty good throwing against air in Lexington, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that Rodriguez running around in the backfield with nobody hitting him
2: looks pretty damn good. It is nice to at least cover a team and a program where expectations are reasonably high. I kind of deserve that after some of the years early and... It's, I mean, there is a certain camp feel to getting back at it where there's some energy because you're watching a quality product. Sure. Least. I mean, we've we've had the years, God bless them, where we scripted, where we, we charted every pass of a three-headed quarterback competition when they didn't have a quarterback. I mean, we've well, been – We've
3: had seasons where the diehard fan, the red and blue glasses, goes, hey, I think we can get to 10-2. and two, And you and I would think, there is not a chance in hell that this team sniffs anything resembling yeah, 10 and this 2. this team can't get to 6 and 6. Yeah, and so now when people say, hey, this team, can this team get to 10 and 2? Yeah, sure. Do I think they will? I, I don't.
2: That's yeah, a different conversation. Do I
3: think they can? Yeah, of course. Yeah,
2: completely different conversation.
3: You know, and, and the floor on this team, to me, is like, to me, the floor is 6 and 6. And we've covered teams where the floor was, ooh, the deep floor. To We covered a team where I said going into the season the I didn't say it out loud because I would have gotten killed, but I said it to you. The floor was one and eleven, and they went two and ten. Oh, that group. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the floor on that team was really low. Well, the FCS. Yeah. That's and, it. and and the, this this team this team doesn't have a floor like that. I don't think. I, I think I think Lane has built the program to a. Place where the floor is would be disappointing, but it's not devastating to a to no. You look, you can progress.
2: get if you went. Hey, they just couldn't win the close wins. That didn't work. This guy got hurt. You can create a situation of seven and five pretty easily. But I mean, seven and five still seven and five. I mean, it's not like you bottomed out and went three and nine and you're a lapping stock in the league. I mean, it would be a disappointment for sure. Right, but. And with the way it ended, it would look like some of those cut cliff seasons where they got off hot and they went like one and five down the stretch or whatever. But, yeah,
3: I mean that's, that's what People say what's worst case scenario? To me, worst case scenario is that you get into that stretch of games against, you know, Auburn, LSU, um, Texas A and M, Alabama, Arkansas, and maybe you go one in four, zero oh and five. That's that that would be to me worst case. And that's possible. I mean, those are all good teams, potentially.
2: Yeah, things went
3: hellaciously bad. You, yeah,
2: do yeah. I
3: anticipate that they would go one and four? No, I don't. But now, you could play fairly well and go two and three in that stretch. That's that's the thing.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, I've, I've, it, it's wide receivers – Just what is that that situation? Mingo's health, Knox's health. Linebackers. Two guys. Yeah, linebacker. I
3: want to see what that looks like.
2: And then again, what a rotation looks like at defensive line. I think they've got some decent players. I think there's an okay situation there. But, again, what is – what is Gordon? What is Iton? What do they look like in year two? Do they take those Juco steps yeah. that that they that they need to take? Does
3: Jeremy James make the move from right tackle? I think he does. I think yeah, he does sure. perfectly fine at left tackle, but I, I want to see it. Um, you know, they've got – at times in the spring, center was an issue. I think they felt much better about it by the end, and it's probably not an issue, but I'd like to see that early. I mean, it's it's not Alabama where you go, man, they're just – here they go. I mean, Alabama's floor this year, frankly, is eleven and one. Mm-hmm. They're that good. You know, there's a, a deeper floor. This is this is a momentum year for a program. But look, if you and I did this yesterday, how many coaches in the league, if you offered them eight and four right now today, how many coaches in the league would say no? Oh, right away. Not would eventually say no, but how many coaches in the league, if you said, hey, I'll tell you what, we'll give you eight and four right now, no questions asked. You don't get to ask any questions, but eight and four. Sabin would say no. Mark Richt would say no. Not Mark Richt. Uh, Kirby Smart would say no. And Jimbo would have to say no because eight and four would be appropriate.
2: He's saying no, but I understood what you meant of like.
3: Yeah, the other guys, look, Lane Kiffin might eventually say no. Uh, Mark Stoops might eventually say no, but they'd think about it. Brian Kelly would probably take eight and four if you offered it to him right now. Brian Harson would probably take eight and four right now if you offered it to him. Sam Pittman would take eight and four right now. Shane Beamer would take eight and four. Clark Lee would fall to his
2: knees. Oh, he might literally like have some some moments.
3: Yeah. Like he would convulse. I think mean, Billy Napier would take eight and four. If you offered him eight and right now today, yeah, sure, I think he'd have to take it.
2: Probably a little frustrated just just because of his competitiveness level going, hey,
3: uh," but no, you take it. Josh Heupel might look at it and go, oh, but he'd probably take it. Eli Drinkwitz would take it instantly. Mike Leach would take eight and four.
2: It's interesting that while you're right, it is still possible for a and m to go eight and four they've got all those young guys oh, like that sure that thing's not some automatic whatever that they're just going to go 10 and two and beat everybody and win every cl- close game and it be the it'd be the deal
3: yeah um, thoughts certainly to the family of the young man in Brandon Mississippi yes. by the way. That's that's stuff is. It, it, there's there's no a, words. It, it's, yeah, I I don't know enough to say anything. As this is not
2: related to that situation because I know literally nothing about that situation situation. But just emphasize hydration, constantly, and to tell someone. Yeah, and you gotta have all
3: you've all gotta have people that are observing the kids. And maybe I'm sure they did, but man. That mentality of work until exhaustion is, mm-hmm. you better be, yeah, you, you got to be careful in the heat. It's hot.
2: Yeah. No good segue out of that. So I'll just uh, take a quick break here and tell you about G&M Pharmacy. 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer medicine. to you prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you, would like to switch your medications over to G&M Handle it with one phone call. You give them a call, tell them where you are, where you want to go, and they will take care of it all for you. And, again, with their med packs, they'll individually individually package your medication for those who need that extra step. The morning pouch, pouch, the afternoon pouch, great for parents or, again, somebody who needs a little closer monitoring there, potentially save lives in the right situation. So in Oxford, that's 662-236-2222.
3: ACS is owned by my friend Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff, a UL 508A panel shop. So much more. Uh, You can learn more at acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. Warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. All natural ingredients keep you in the game. Ready for the next play, go to GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Best socks you'll ever put on your feet are at DeadSoxy. Go to DeadSoxy.com. Promo code Rebel Grove get 25% off. The no-shows, the traditional socks, the Ole miss theme socks, they're all there as you get ready for football season. Also brought to you by Holcomb Portable Buildings, 7991 on Highway 7 South in Holcomb, Mississippi, I should say. They custom-build your building to your specifications, however you want, your carport, your ATV, your storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, other buildings. Holcomb Portable Buildings can accommodate you for uh, they have in-house financing that's available, free delivery, set up within 75 miles of Holcomb as well. Six six two 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 six two two three three or go to halkumbuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Portable Buildings. Solutions RX is a probiotic multivitamin and supplement company created by Ole Miss pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside Mississippi under the highest standards based out of Iuka. If you take Diabetes, high blood pressure medicine, or cholesterol medicines, they typically cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss. That's because of a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. So Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support to put those vitamins back into your body to help you with those side effects and stay more compliant in taking your medications, helping you stay healthier over the long term. It's available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including all across Mississippi. It's also available on their website, solutionsrx.com, promo code OEP at checkout to get 10% off your first order. Brought to you by myperfectfranchise.net. If you're looking to diversify, Looking to leave the corporate rat race to gain control of your income and schedule? MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy uh, Ludecki guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. He's done tons of franchise and business ownership experience that that you can lean on. And uh, if you hate your boss, you hate your job, you hate your pay, you feel stuck, Andy can help. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net.
2: So this number's been out there, but uh, yesterday or a couple days ago, whenever it was, maybe it was yesterday, uh, Live Golf CEO Greg Norman confirming in an interview with Tucker Carlson that uh, Tiger Woods was offered somewhere in the neighborhood of seven hundred to eight hundred million dollars to join the uh, the Live Tour organization, whatever we are uh, calling this. Obviously, the fifth time, fifteen-time major champions. The move, he is the noodling golf. He is not the a a, a, a needle mover. He is the needle um norman saying that that number was prior to him becoming ceo but that is in the ballpark of what is uh going on obviously woods did not take it he has been very critical of players and the tour in general and he's one of the few people on earth that has n- no need to take that right. considering legacy in the entire body of work of one tiger
3: woods that, that, well, he, he that can, that's a no-brainer for him he can go get that money wherever
2: yeah, and, I mean, he's built on the majors in the PGA Tour and mm-hmm. the legacy and being that guy and that spokesman and that representative. And especially as he gets older in age, he's he's going to become a kind of a mix almost between Nicholas and Palmer from kind of how he is observed and sort of what yeah. he does for the game yeah. and, and that. He's going to wh- – whether it just be a good college player or a pro or whatever, he's going to follow Charlie around and – Mm-hmm. hit some golf balls here and there, and look, his his body is going to break down. I do not think Charlie Charlie Tiger Woods will be playing competitive golf in five
3: or six years, to any major account. But no, but he'll be the guy that leads off the Masters with the ceremonial shot, and everybody will be there to see it. He'll be around some. Sure. He'll play around here and there. Yeah. No, he's he's still, to this day, the biggest name in golf, and he's no longer championship competitive. He's still, to this day, one of the biggest names in sports. Period.
2: What's your take? Do you think some of these, you know, a lot of these guys who have joined Live have had their sponsorships dropped by their other sponsors, the clothings, the clubs, the the, the things along those lines. Do you think they come back as it normalizes?
3: If it normalizes. Yeah. I mean, it's still fairly new.
2: It's very new.
3: Um, I mean, the PGA Tour can make them go away, but they're going to have to get probably do some things that they're uncomfortable with.
2: When it's unlimited money, it's hard to make somebody go away.
3: Yeah. I mean, you could fix some things, the PGA Tour, where it's less incentive for guys to go do it, but the money's the money. And it's going to, require it would require yeah, a lot. Overhaul. Yeah. And I don't know that. That's who they are. I mean, there's a mailbag question that I've been mulling over. Who's in worse shape, the NCAA or or the PGA Tour? It's the NCAA. And the answer is the NCAA. But the PGA Tour is going to have to change. Otherwise, the the money that's thrown at these young guys is too much to turn down.
2: We did not talk about the uh, the change, but I guess later in the day, after we had the big long discussion on the podcast, uh, the Cardinals removed that clause from Kyler Murray's uh, yes contract. Yes, it was taken the wrong way.
3: They said, mm-hmm. "Uh huh." Yeah, sure. it was never supposed to yeah. get out publicly.
2: Yeah, it it led to people assuming things. Yeah, including in your building. Right? Yes, yeah, yes. that it, you assumed yes. it was needed. Otherwise, you wouldn't have done <laughs> yes. it. It, it was, was a
3: problem in your building. Yeah. Yes, that wasn't the dirty old media. There's plenty of dirty old media. That wasn't it. That was you guys are idiots. Yeah, between them doing that and the Browns
2: using the word "triggered" in their statement about Deshaun Watson yesterday, I mean, we're 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 on a heater right now from NFL franchises and dumb comments. Yeah.
3: By the way, I heard someone talking yesterday. There's a big story out in the athletic about Joe Burrow and the next step. Okay, Burrow's the bargain pick for MVP right now.
2: Yeah, we like those odds the other day. Yeah,
3: um, you know they're they're better up front. They're he's got his receivers back. They're they're solid. He's he's the guy that because Cleveland might be a, a train wreck. Cleveland Pittsburgh's taking a step back. Baltimore's not the same team. They, they they might be able to roll up a bunch of wins, too.
2: Oh. What does it take for him to win the MVP,
3: though? Mm, probably has to go 14-3. It's got to be big because he... He's got some big games for him to do it, like at Dallas in Week 2, uh, at Baltimore, at New Orleans. He's got that Monday night game at Cleveland. Got a game uh, Thanksgiving weekend at Tennessee. Plays the the Chiefs a week later. Uh, plays at Tampa Bay in a game everyone will watch December the eighteenth. They play against the Patriots on Christmas Eve, and then that January second they play uh, Buffalo. So I mean, there's a lot of opportunities for him to you know. They've got a much different schedule, a much harder schedule, but we'll we'll see I mean, he's the guy i kind of bet on though
2: it's going to require mahomes and allen not doing the same
3: thing too yeah it
2: will require some 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 a little bit of drop by those guys
3: i'm much higher on allen having the big year than i am mahomes like i think mahomes numbers could fall off a little bit yeah he lost some weapons and Read around the NFL a little bit. There's a reason why Allen's the favorite. Yeah, you read around the NFL a little bit. There's some people that think that Mahomes has been, when I say exposed, I don't mean like, oh, suddenly he's going to be a bad player. But people may have figured out some ways to beat him, to slow him down, and he's going to see more of that. Now, in saying that, I
2: would take one of those three quarterbacks against the field. Yeah. I still don't think it's going to be a running back. I don't think it's going to be something I don't know. Like I am not. I'm no. Not right. I mean, we said if you want to put a hundred on Jonathan Taylor at plus five thousand because it's plus five thousand, sure.
3: Because sure. he could put up massive numbers. Yeah,
2: he runs for sixteen hundred yards yeah. or something, and suddenly we're
3: having a different conversation. I am not sure the Colts can win enough. Yeah. To make that
2: because they have to be a top two seed. Yeah,
3: and I don't know that they can get there. Yeah. No, I, I think I,
2: I think I agree with that. So. We'll see. Uh. Box score stuff up on the side. Ole Miss played their first basketball game in the Bahamas last night. Um, So that is there if you uh, want to to play again tonight
3: at five. I watched some of the game last night. Um, James White played well. Morrell had the quietest 16 points I've ever seen. You just can't make judgments from that at all.
2: I mean, they're just playing some thrown together guys too, so I don't know what to make. Yeah, of. I mean, there's it's, no
3: it's, there's no roughing. I, I um, Abram, the the young point guard, did some good things. Um, but like I said yesterday, I refuse one way or the other to make any sweeping judgments on a, a basketball team on August the first, playing a game in the Bahamas, in practice <laughs> unis. I, the, 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 the the people that try to do that, God bless them. I mean, I get it. You're just it's just fandom. I understand it, but it's just too. Way too early to even
2: their best players. Not on the other well, first or second best players on the floor. And I Ruffin. wouldn't care
3: if he were on no, the floor. No, I know. I'm just and saying, even won by 207 so. points.
2: But I mean, you're playing some dudes that just kind of came together this week. I, I get it's the select team, but yeah. they haven't been practicing for a year right. in preparation for this, right? And then Ruffin and Mimbala are both guys who you are going to be counting on if you're any good at all. Sure. So
3: yeah, sure. There right. were some good things. There were some things that. They need to work on their post defense needs work, but there's time to put that work. Sort of
2: a look at some newcomers. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, in a really scrimmage. Yeah, scrimmage. Yeah, it was a scrimmage.
2: All right, we will have uh, more to you tomorrow. Again, uh, Lane will talk at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. We will probably
3: start early tomorrow or earlier than we normally do because we get access starting at 9. They won't actually start doing anything right at 9, so we don't feel like we have to be there right at 9. But we're going to try to get out there so that we can bring some observations your way. And we get Lane at 2. It's 2. We get some players after that. Some of that will come to you later in the week and that kind of thing. But – Point being,
2: there's wheels in motion, so uh, yeah. that is where we'll it's We'll have at. football
3: content tomorrow.
2: Yeah, preseason Camp coming up tomorrow, so I hope uh, a lot of you will hang in for that. Rebel Grove in the meantime, a lot of podcasts on the network, and we'll talk
3: to you then.
1: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement.